Yeah, yeah, that's right. It is the best of the Eric Zane Show podcast happening right now, made in the world-famous Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. Baldwin Ace Hardware, a beacon of DIY awesomeness in the Northland of Michigan. Go check them out. And uh, if you're in the area, you know? I mean, I don't expect you to travel 90 miles to go to the hardware store. But if you are in the area of Baldwin, Michigan, that's where you go. Say hi to Mike and Jennifer Gilmurray. Mention your old pal, Eric Zane. Now, we've got great fun here on this best of edition of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Uh, we'll start with Dear Meathead. Uh, I've got a classic edition of that. Some story about some uh, super hungry, enormous woman who ate half a cake, and I think she wanted a refund. And it also includes a lady with the worst laugh ever. I review a video about some lady who... Hulk smashes a priest in, I believe, Brazil. Baseball's unwritten rules need to be discussed in stupid baseball announcer voice. We must revisit Trump in the stupid lung scrubbing thing. And then I reviewed a podcast. I reviewed a podcast that was uh, uh, put on by Kevin Corbett. Terrific, terrific uh, follower of the Eric Zane Show podcast. He did a podcast called From the Grandstands Podcast, and I gave him a little review. I was offering my expertise on the From the Grandstands Podcast. I hope he doesn't get offended. I'm losing listeners, uh, like, by the dozen full every week. I mean, it's we're down to, like, I, I think 25. It's unbelievable. So don't take it personal from what happened two years ago. Well, anyway... Uh, let's get right to it. First of all, I need to remind you that if you, uh, are listening to this and you ever want to catch my show live, I do it every morning live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. Now the Twitch stream and my Facebook page are brought to you by Irvine's auto repair, Grand Rapids hybrid and EV. It's facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page. Please like the page. Please follow on Twitch. Uh, Twitter is brought to you by Blue Frost IT. And YouTube is brought to you by Frank Fuss, my policy shop insurance. So, yeah, you know, those are all uh, things that don't cost you anything. And they help me if you support the show. Send me an email if you ever want to, whatever, send some hate mail or say something nice. Eric at EricZaneShow.com. On the Shoreliners striping inbox, I have merch for sale at EricZaneShow.com that I do not talk about enough. And, uh... Yeah, I think that's about it. Let's get after the best of and start it with a rip-roaring edition of Dear Meathead as Dad gives us his lowdown on how he feels about gay activities. Good morning, Eric and Grand Rapids. Hi, Dad. How are you? I'm okay. How about you? No complaints. No complaints. How is that sweet wife of yours? Oh, she is uh, in some serious discomfort still. Oh boy! Yeah, it's a, it's a. Um, I was just talking to the audience about updating her condition. This, this is uh, I was reading is uh, one of the most long. It's no, it's uh, as far as similar types of surgeries. Um, it's like the longest recovery time. Is it right on the shoulder? Yes. Mm. Yeah, it's it's uh, it is one week to the to the day, 
that she has been uh, struggling with this. And it is a slow go, let me tell you. Wow. Yeah. So she has, um, <sighs> she has, uh, what do you call it? A uh, doctor's appointment coming up on Friday. So. Yeah, but the pain is unbearable then. Like, so uh, the healing process probably is much longer than you thought, eh? Well, they said it's six weeks. Um, but, you know, so we'll see. That's that's all yeah. we can do. It's, it's, there's nothing else we can do. No, no. But the only thing I can do is, or Joanne, just prayer. Yeah, yeah, you know. So our prayers are going with her. Right on. Right on. So, uh, yeah, just keep her in mind, and, uh, and uh, we'll, we'll, you know, take it as it comes. I'm just trying to keep her comfortable. Yeah, just let her know that our prayers are with her. She's a, she's a tough cookie. I think she'll be fine. Well, we love her dearly, and we just don't want to see her struggle with the pain. Yep, I know it. I know it. Meet, same thing for me. We all feel the same way. So, uh, sure so anyway, uh, anyway, it's, uh, it's looking pretty nice out there, Dad. Warm, nice. Uh, weather is good. Everybody's happy. Everybody's safe. That's, that's great. You know? Yeah, the sky is really nice and clear so far. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, you looking forward to going up north, Dad? I haven't given it a lot of thoughts. Uh, we've been, you know, tied up with, uh, you know, we had uh, the company here for quite a while. Yeah. And uh, we've just been busy, you know. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, you know, when we get up there, we're going to do the uh, usual fish fry thing, sit by the fire, maybe uh, get in a fight or something like that, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. The fry, fights are uh, a high life, high life of the whole thing. Yeah, so. yeah. Yep. So, uh, I'd like to have a couple of those. There's always some good fights. Yeah. Who, do you, who is usually involved in the fighting? Is it, is it, is it uh, Charity Scam Mike? Is it Mike? No, nah, Mike don't fight. Uh, <laughs> No, Mike's a big jokester. Uh, okay, Dad. Well, I got a series of questions here for you. Do you want to? Uh, do you want to go over them? Yeah. Well, no. Let's just uh, tackle it. Yes. Okay. <laughs> wait. Wait. What? Uh, I said let's tackle it, and Joanne started giggling. I don't understand it. Well. <clears throat> uh, yeah, it's the same thing I well, said. She said. It's the same thing. I said I got questions. You want to go over them, and you said no. Let's tackle it. Well, <laughs> you know how that goes, don't you? Sure. <laughs> okay. Uh, dear Meathead, this is from John. John, how are you, John? Nice to hear from you. John writes, I've got a friend who is trying to get his car fixed, but the mechanic backed out of the job at the last minute. What should he do? Hmm. Well, is this mechanic a uh, bona fide uh, shop or a friend or what? Yeah, he's uh, he's a business. He's called a mobile mechanic. And as far as uh, I think the story goes, the uh, the the person in question hired him, and then at the last minute, the mechanic uh, said it's too far away for me, so I I, I got to cancel the job. And then the well, and then the mechanic apologized, and then I think the guy got really kind of uh, uh, angry at him, sassy, complaining. 
Uh, there's really no common sense in getting angry at the mechanic. He's got a, he was offered a job, yeah. and he decided they didn't want to do it. Yeah. Whatever his reasons are, it's his reason. I really think that wasting energy on being uptight with a guy is really a waste of your health and all that. It's just You shouldn't be even thinking about it. You don't want to do the job. Look yourself for a different mechanic. Yeah, that's what I think most people would do that. But I think this guy in question went like crazy and then wrote like a nasty review about the guy's business and uh, told people to that he's a terrible person and he he, he kind of lost his mind about it. Yeah, well, you can say all the nasty things about him for a wrong that he did with you, but it really doesn't change the picture. The picture is your vehicle is not getting done. Yeah, yeah. Now, exactly. whether he wanted to do it or not, that's his thought of handling, his stupid way of going about it. Uh, Whatever his reason is, it's his reason, the mechanic's reason. Yeah, you just so got to... Instead of wasting your energy and getting kicked off at him, I know how it is that when you're angry, you're angry, you know, but it really is draining you of your good energy. Aha. Uh-huh. So um, let me just reword the question. or I'll just, I'll just ask the question again. The question was, I've got a friend who was trying to get his car fixed, but the mechanic backed out of the job at the last minute. What should he do? And your advice is don't waste your energy losing your mind. Uh, that, that doesn't help in any way, shape, or form, correct? Yes. Now, I really have something else to say with that. This mechanic must be like a friendly mechanic or or give him a discount or a different price that he's going good to go with him. Forget it. That, that thing never works right. The, dealing with a, a friend wanting to do the work and all that. No. If it's a bona fide shop. It is. Yeah, it is. It is. It actually is. Okay. And he don't want the job. He either cannot handle it or don't know how to handle it. Chuck it to experience Get yourself a different mechanic and save your own energy. Yeah, so it probably doesn't make any sense to comply, to complain and whine. Absolutely and, not. And, and act like the end of the world is coming and and, uh, and 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 say "woe is me" and cry on everybody's shoulder and and act like you know somebody just took away your birthday. Absolutely, well put. Yeah. Go look at yourself. Yeah. Find yourself a bona fide mechanic. If that's what you're going to do, unless, yeah. unless there is a situation like you're saving some money by having this person do the work, yeah. hey, anybody can do the job that is a bona fide person. But yeah. please be careful who you deal with. Some Mickey Mouse people, you know, yeah. their mechanics and all that. The, uh, the alley mechanics are somebody that I don't ever want to deal with them. Go with a dealer. Yeah, I, th- I think this guy was what's actually described as a mobile mechanic for a person whose car is stuck. And and uh, so, um, you know, after it turned out that the guy couldn't couldn't travel that far, the uh, the, the the potential customer, you know, really, really, uh, really, really lost his mind with that whole Mickey Mouse affair. Sure, there's no, no sense of him wasting your time even trying to analyze why. Hey, he don't want to do the job. Yeah, Simple I mean, as that. Why would you, why would you spend you know, hours on a Saturday 
posting on Facebook how your feelings are hurt when you could just as easily. Yeah, my just probably, gosh. If you were so uh, wound up in that drama, you could probably figure it out yourself and do it instead of uh, yeah. starting a war. Absolutely. Well put. Now, the one thing I learned in my life of, of this type of thing, whether they're doing me a favor yeah. or uh, giving me a break in a price or something, I try to avoid all of those people. I like to go to a bona fide shop, bona fide people, and pay the price, and, hey, uh, tuck it in. Forget it. Okay. Now, I've got a similar question from uh, a person who had this exact thing happen. Okay, so uh, Kenny writes, Dear Meathead, if you hired someone to come to your house to fix something that needed to be repaired, and they said yes on a certain day, and you gave them your address, and then they canceled the appointment three with less than three hours till the actual appointment, and the reason was you were too far away, would you be upset? Well, yeah, I really would be upset, but there's nothing I can do about it. Okay, so you mean to tell me you'd be upset, but you wouldn't, um, you know, call all your relatives and post to Facebook how hurt you are? And you no would, way, and you no, wouldn't. I will not do any of those you mean, because that's it. It's not helping you. Yeah. So if if uh, if this person went and made a big deal and, and demanded payback and left a nasty review about the business online, That that that's all wasted energy and silly, right? Absolutely. You're trying to pay him back for the crap that he pulled on you. Yeah. And, and that's like, uh, uh, let me punch you in the face, you know. <laughs> I was going to say something different, but I caught up with that. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I, uh, I, no, Those are some idiots... Uh, that they don't realize what they're going to walk into it and they agree to do it, then they realize they can't do it or they don't want to do it. Well, hey, you can't, you can't kill them for that. Just let it go. I mean, the fact of the matter is he had a, apparently this guy did not uh, look up how far it was to this location and he just waited till the day of. The, the, the guy screwed up. The mechanic screwed Absolutely. up. Absolutely. Hey, if this is a, not a bona fide person, He's going to slough you off. Well, that's exactly what he is, is slough off. Well, I don't know. I mean, he said he it was a mistake, and he apo- he did apologize for it. But, well, okay, let it go. But then Kenny took the apology, and he, di- he wasn't having any of it. He was going to put that guy in his place, and he did. Oh, my God, he went crazy on the guy. Well, Kenny, you really didn't hurt him in any way, form, or shape because I'm sure he is over it. But you don't want to pay the piper because you went through all of the anxiety of trying to advertise this for people being a jerk or whatever he wants to be. And you hurt yourself more than you hurt him. Yeah, because you got all worked up. I mean, there's no... Oh, pl- my God. And you know what? That takes thousands of calories off of your system. Well, he needs that. Yeah. No, Kenny, I'm so sorry that you're going through that. But, you know, forgive him for his stupidity. And it's not stupidity. Something he didn't realize, and he took on a job. Yeah. So let it go. Yeah, I know. I mean, seriously, it's uh, 
You don't want to. You get yourself more upset yes. and more energy used up than he did. Right. If you know, I think you just need to just uh, lower the temperature a little bit. Understand that sometimes these things happen. There ain't a damn thing you can do about it. There's no point. Absolutely. There's no point in getting angry. No point in getting angry. You just got to lay low and just understand. And then, you know, and if I understand this correctly, I think Kenny then went ahead and he spent a little time and he located someone really close to him who was able to fix it. So he got the job done. So, you know, basically it was just a lot of uh, 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 wasted energy. So, Kenny, just realize you found yourself someone else to do the job. Yes. And you're the one that really paid the price because yeah, he paid of the, the energy that you lost. Uh, do you think that uh, between Kenny and the mechanic, either of them needs to go on the island? No, no, that's that's not bad. The island re- requires a little more serious situation. Okay. That way, if, if a, a guy can be uh, like a like, if I was, I got involved in that and got them together and made peace with it, it'll work out. But the other situation that he's got to go to the island is never going to work okay, out. Okay, gotcha. I gotcha. Island belongs to the Lifetime Islanders. Okay, yes. I totally oh, get it. I like to have one like that. Yeah. All right. Well, Dad, uh, thank you. That was actually a big issue on the show this week with uh, uh, listener Kenny. And he he went after this guy, and it was it was a, it was an ugly scenario. But I think he understands now uh, the error of his ways, and his overreaction was completely juvenile and ridiculous. Yeah, definitely, definitely, the wrong way. Yeah, yeah, and I you know if he doesn't understand it after you say it, I mean with all of your wisdom. Well, then, if it, well, thank you. I'm sure he understands now. If not, well, then that, there's something wrong with the world, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, here's a grand finale. Hey, you're the one that really lost a lot of energy. What, a, what about the grand finale? It's a grand finale that he, Kenny, is the guy that really loses on that. Yeah, I know. Because, That's what... Because he hurt himself. Yeah, he sit there. He spent all this time on a beautiful Saturday when he could have been out walking or doing air squats anything, or eating, anything. eating some turkey pot pie or anything at all. Instead, he's sitting there typing away, trying to destroy this guy's business. If you're my neighbor, Kenny, I'll cool you down in about 10 minutes. There you go. That's exactly what you just say. Hey, man, you're going to have to get a grip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy don't want to do the job. Can't yep. you understand yep, it? Yep, yep. All right, Dad. Uh, Stevie writes this. Hey, uh, hello, Ruben. And Stevie's a, a young lady. Uh, my, she says, my friend has a broken toilet handle. Instead of making a simple fix, he takes the top off of the tank to flush it. This is gross. What is wrong with my friend? <laughs> well, this is a situation. I don't understand. This friend, I, I hate to use the word lame, must be a little lame, not thinking that how he can repair the top. Or lazy. Or lazy. Or stupid. Uh, that's, that's a simple process. However, if, you have, if you're totally one of the people that has no knowledge of do-it-yourselfer, well, you've you got to spend the money and have somebody do it. Okay. All right. I mean, it's not an easy task. Probably they charge your arm and leg for doing that. 
but uh, there's no sense of wasting energy on that. Now, if uh, if the person calls someone to fix the toilet and uh, and it doesn't go the way they want it to, should they then uh, complain about it to the world and post on Facebook and, and cry and whine? <laughs> should complain to somebody, but not to the world. All right. Um, no, it, it, you know, you you got to deal with the dealer, with the guy that did the job. You got and do it in a calm way. We just had that happen. Yeah, we okay. just had it happen. All right, I'm going to write this down. You got to deal with the dealer. That's right. That the person that did the job. All right, very good. And you know what? A uh, handful of sugar. Beats the hell out of no sugar. Okay, let me write that Be down. Sweet to the guy. A handful. I think. I think that's that saying's a little different, but uh, I, I get the gist of it. A handful of sugar beats the hell out of no sugar. That's right. I got to put that on a T-shirt. <laughs> well, hey, if it's worth you doing it, do it. <laughs> So I got you got to deal with the dealer, and a handful of sugar beats the hell out of no sugar. Right. All right. Very good. Sarah. All you do is making enemies. Yeah, absolutely. You need you need you need more sugar. I think I think vinegar was some somewhere in there. Well. Yeah, I want to buy a couple masks. And by the way, Joanne wants to buy a couple of masks. Uh. Okay. Yeah. There you go. That's a good idea. So, mail me a couple of minutes. Yeah, I'll just send them to you. I'll just send them to it. I'll I'll just I'll just send them to you myself. No, no, no. Okay. Well, I don't want to pay for it. We'll see. Uh, okay. Sarah writes, "Dear Meathead, I have a lot of ants. How should Is I?" It, was it Darren? Uh, Sarah says she. Oh, Sarah. She says she has a lot of uh, ants around her house, and she's wondering how to get rid of them. And she says that her neighbor likes to pour gasoline on them. Wrong. Wrong. Okay. Definitely wrong. There are powders that you can buy and spread around. You buy some ant powder, you say? Ant powder. And boy, they, they, they take, them, take them to the nest and kill them. Oh. They take them to the nest. Okay. That's, well, baby powder. Uh, 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 now, Joanne thinks baby powder is an answer, good answer, because they don't like that stuff. Spread that around. Okay. Baby powder. Or uh, ant powder. Or ant powder. Uh, Tom says last year he uh, he well he tried this. What he did was he took a shovel full of ants from one colony and put them in into the ants in the other colony, and there was a war. <laughs> Is that Iran against Egypt? That, yeah, I think that's what he was. He's, he's getting at. He said it, it was uh, they that they killed each other, ate each other, and it was entertaining. I don't know. I never heard of that. If you're looking for entertainment, that's another thing. But uh, I, I never heard of that, so I, I cannot just explain on that. Okay. <laughs> uh, Dean writes, Dear Meathead, we have a group of friends where one guy is constantly complaining. He is always constantly whining. What should we do? Please embellish. Signed, Boring Dean. Wait a minute. Can you go over that again? Yeah. Uh, he says, we have a group of friends, and one guy is constantly complaining. And he he uh, he wants to know what they should do about him because, you know, he's always complaining about something, it seems like. Well, 
apparently that's a personality situation. You cannot really try to get mad at the guy no. for his personality. You got to love him. You got to love him like, like we do. It just, hey, he's a friend. But someone has to, hey, listen, can we have a conversation? This personality that you got, you know, it doesn't help the situation. Can you uh, start working on it? Uh-huh. They, they quit complaining so much. I mean, you got to do that. you got to be honest with your friends. If, and tell them what's good and what's bad, according to the group of friends that are together. Well, you know, we I, I know a person who does the same thing, and I'm actually very happy that they do it because it allows me plenty of things to talk about on this podcast. <laughs> You're a selfish person. You're taking the show out of somebody's uh, pain in the neck. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, okay. Wow. All right. Well, there you go. Let me see if there's any uh, last-minute questions that came in. Uh, boy, I, I think we're good. Holy cow. Okay. Uh, let me let me see. Um, that's it. My gosh, Dad, you have, uh, you have covered it, uh, covered it uh, again, and I appreciate you so very much. Uh, everybody, everybody loves you. Everybody hey, freaking listen, I loves love you. My audience, those people are wonderful. Oh yeah, they are. They're yeah, the, all the trashy stuff I put out there for them. They still come back and ask for more. What did you say? <laughs> I mean, my answer maybe don't even make sense to them, but they keep coming back. No, are you kidding me? Uh, that always makes sense. Well, it's it's a makes sense to me. I don't know if it makes oh, sense. Oh yes, to that. it makes sense. I mean, think about it. You said today you got to deal with the dealer, and you said. A handful of sugar beats the hell out of no sugar. That's right. That's all good stuff. <laughs> it's got to help somebody who will amuse it. Yep. We love it. We freaking love it. Okay. okay. All right, Dad. I'll talk to you very soon. I love you guys. All right. And listen, you take care of that baby of mine, okay? I'm working on it. I'm working on it every day. Okay. Stay healthy and keep in touch. Okay, Dad. Talk to you. Love you. Okay, see you guys. Bye. Bye, Joanna. Love you. I love you, too. Okay, see you. Bye. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to hero.co to shop today. It's the best of the Eric St. Show podcast. Quick shout out to A&E Heating and Cooling 616-516-8579. If you uh, need some work, scheduled maintenance, after hour service call, whatever it may be, reach out. To A&E Heating and Cooling. If you do happen to need a brand new AC unit installed, they will install the best in the business, the Comfort Maker brand, 616-516-8579. It's important to note that I am encouraging you, if you do need some serious work done, to get an estimate from uh, not one, but two of any of the companies that are in West Michigan. Go ahead. Doesn't matter who. Have Joe be third. Get your estimate from him. Now, in the event that Joe does not beat their price, simply do this. Look, Joe, 
I'm an I'm a listener of the Eric Zane Show podcast. He says you're going to beat this price. And I want to give my business to you. But you're going to have to beat these other two prices. What do you say? He's going to go, ay, ay, ay. And then he's going to beat that price. That's what he's going to do. 616-516-8579. I got a mortgage guy. The whole team, the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage mortgage are absolute legends. Reach out to them at 231-332-6505. Whether it's your first mortgage, your 10th mortgage, or it's a refi, you know, whatever it may be, get a mortgage uh, from Mario. Now, if your credit's great, this is going to be an easy process. If your credit is not so great, uh, it's still doable. A little bit more navigating. Mario's the guy for the job. And he takes everybody. Not all mortgage professionals were created equal. You know, some of the people who do this for a living, they'd much rather have the person who's going to buy an $800,000 home than the guy who's looking to buy a $125,000 home in uh, like Wyoming or something, for God's sake. Wyoming, Michigan. (laughs) Bummer if you live there. (laughs) Anyway, 231-332-6505. Ah, fuck. I'm an idiot. You can tell I'm getting punchy while I make these best of shows. Okay. Uh, where are we? What is next? Oh, my God. This enormous woman eating eating this massive cake and saying, yeah, I want a refund while it's all in her belly. Ugh. And, the lady, and a lady with the worst laugh ever. Part of the best of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Uh, this incident from Wichita, Texas. It was a Walmart where some fat-ass lady wandered in. Yeah. To the Walmart. Stop by the bakery. Picked up a cake. She then proceeds to walk around the store and she's got the cake right in front of her cart. And I don't know if it was with her hands. I can only assume with her hands. Picked at the cake while she was shopping and ate the cake. Half of the cake. Lady ate half of the damn cake. So everybody's freaking out as she wanders over to the uh, cashier to buy the cake. That's crazy. You run the damn thing through there. You see half a cake eaten. That's all right. You're, you're so hard up for sugar. You had to, uh, you had to go ahead and eat the cake ahead of time. Kind of weird. But then this a-hole lady at the Walmart says, I'm not paying for that. And they're like, what? what? What are you talking about? Now, they don't know she ate it. She goes, there's only half a cake here. I am not paying for that cake. And they're like, well, didn't you see it was half a cake? She goes, yeah, well, maybe. But still, I'll buy that cake, but I'm only paying for half of it. So they're like, what? Oh, God. So they call a manager. Staff comes over, and they're like, look, we had people in the store see you eating the cake, and we've looked at the cameras, and we've seen you eating the cake. Just get the hell out of here. So before that happened, so somebody called the police for theft and the cops showed up to confront this fat ass bitch about the cake that she ate. So then after they put two and two together and figure it out, they're like, all right, you know what, lady, just leave the store and you're banned from the Walmart. Now, there's three 
uh, Walmarts in Wichita Falls. I had to do some tracking down to uh, to find out which one. And I finally got a hold of the right one yesterday. And I called the Walmart in Wichita Falls. This is how it sounded. Thank you for calling Greenbrier Walmart. How can I help you? Hi, ma'am. How are you? I am uh, sorry to bother you. This is Eric Zane calling from the Eric Zane Show podcast. I know this is unusual, but I heard a story about the lady who ate half the cake. The customer. Had you heard this story? No. Oh, my goodness. I'm so sorry. Well, there's three Wichita Falls at in, or uh, Walmarts in Wichita Falls. I'm trying to pinpoint the one. Some lady went to the bakery, got a cake, ate half of it, and then only wanted to pay for half the cake at checkout. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Uh, I mean, only in a Walmart, huh? Is there a, is there uh, a, is there a bakery there by chance? Yeah. Can can you connect? Can you over yeah, there? that would be great. I'm so sorry to bother you. Okay. Thank All you. All right. So that was a dead end. Bakery. Hey, how are you? Uh, sorry, okay. sorry to bother you. This is Eric Zane calling from the Eric Zane. Show. By the way, every time I start with "How are you?", it always seems like I've thrown somebody a curveball. It's like it's almost like they don't know how to answer. Uh, sorry, okay. sorry to bother you. This is Eric Zane calling from the Eric Zane Show podcast. And I'm calling about the lady who went to the bakery, got the cake, ate half, and then tried to only pay for half of it. They're calling about the lady who came and ate the cake. Yep, that's right. Yeah, that's right. I'm so sorry to bother you. Oh, I actually talking to her boss. Yeah, that's right. I'm so sorry to bother you. Oh, I cannot believe that happened. One second. Okay, thank you. They're calling about the name. <laughs> Where is the game? <laughs> it's like a podcast or something like that. <laughs> this is Jan. How may I help you? Hi, Jan. I, I don't mean to disrupt everything, but uh, did you sell that lady the cake? I am not allowed to comment no, on I, anything that was done I, about the cake. I understand. And neither is anybody else in the store. I'm I, terribly sorry. I so understand. Thank you for your time. Okay, see ya. <laughs> All right, we're not done. Call back. I got to call back and try the other department, see if I can get somebody to crack. Electronics. Hey, how are you? Uh, Eric Zane here calling about that lady who uh, stole the cake and ate half the cake and then tried to only pay for half of it. Okay. Did you what hear, did you need? Yeah, did you hear that story about the lady that went into your store and took the cake and then ate half of it? Um, yes, sir. Oh, my God. This is, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm calling from the Eric Zane Show podcast. Now, did you tackle her? Uh, sir, would you like to speak to a manager? No, they won't talk to me. I figured I'd go around to the various departments and see if, you know, you guys could maybe shed some light on this thing. How fat what, was what's going on? How, yeah, how fat was the lady who tried to take the cake? Uh, I don't know, sir. You have to call home office because we, we're not allowed to home talk about office. it. Did she smell like she had smegma in her folds? I, I don't know, sir. I was not here. Okay, when was the last time you think she took a bath? Uh, sir, I wasn't here, so I couldn't tell you. Okay. Was there any hilarity? Maybe the security guards had to tackle her when she was leaving the store. Have the story circulated yet? Not that I know of. Okay. Everything good in electronics today? Uh, hello? Are you there? Wait a minute. For 
Thank you for calling Green Bar Oma. How can I help you? Hey, I just got a got a cake not long ago. Like the other day, I, I had a cake that I, I picked up, and half of it was eaten. I couldn't figure out what was going on. Is there what, what, who the hell would eat my cake? God, you want me to transfer you to bakery again? Have you heard about this? You were just talking to me a little bit ago uh, about it. Oh, that was you, huh? Hey, yeah. All right, I tried to I tried to pull a fast one on you. It didn't work. Uh, yeah, it didn't work. Nobody's talking about this cake lady. They all hang up on me, and all I want to do is. Oh, do they? I just want to hear how fat she was. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, let me see if somebody else will answer oh, for you. Oh God, they're not going to do it. They're going to hate me. They everybody in the <laughs> store except you hates my guts. <laughs> You're the only entertaining thing I've listened to all day. Oh, man, what a job, huh? Are you are you working there and, like, going to school, too? Oh, I just graduated. From college? Yep. All right, well, I mean, you won't be at Walmart very long. You're about to go get a job in the real world. Yeah, I hope so. All right, well, I won't. I, no, I don't need to talk to anybody else. You, you've pretty much uh, taken care of it for me. All right, well, good all luck, right. okay? All right, thanks. Okay, Have a good night. You too, bye-bye. I, I knew you were coming out of Uh there you go. So the so the cake thing. Isn't that crazy how you 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 call the store and they act like uh, it's an international incident. <laughs> okay, my next story, which is an update on the lady uh locally who got run over. In, she's in her wheelchair, her uh, her uh, powered wheelchair. She already is had a rough life. She has no legs, and she's just like uh, gets off the bus, and some asshole plows into her, and and uh, and then takes off. I got an update on that story. Well, I didn't hear about, it, but the guy was caught apparently. So uh, here's uh, part of the update with an audio. Um, clip from Wood TV 8. Thank you to them. Lynette Moore has both legs amputated and was hurt when the driver hit her and then took off. But her trouble extends beyond her injuries in the crash. 24-hour news ace Leon Hendricks is live on this case tonight. Leon? Brian and Susan, good evening to both of you. Lynette Moore is not only dealing with physical injuries, her motorized wheelchair is busted. She says it hasn't worked right since someone hit her. Not- Boy, what a tough life. If you're this Lynette Moore, I mean, seriously, uh, she has no legs. If that wasn't bad enough, uh, you know, she gets off the bus and just wants to go uh, go home to her uh, to her uh, to her husband. And uh, she gets off the bus and somebody smashes into her. She goes flying off the chair. She's badly hurt. And uh, the chair is screwed up now. If I'm understanding correctly, her injuries are not, it's taken a long time for them to start healing appropriately. Uh, health is kind of like an issue. And uh, it, it, it was bleeding for like a week and a half or some shit like that. And this asshole takes off and uh, they didn't know where the hell he was. Thank God they caught him. Right, since someone hit her, knocked the chair over and left her bleeding in the road. It took less than a week for justice for her. The alleged hit-and-run driver identified, arrested, and pending charges in this case. No one could be happier. What the hell was that? What? 
That was the lady. <laughs> She's, uh, wow. Uh, okay. Man, damn it. <laughs> then the victim who was hurt. Boy, man, I, now, now I know why the guy I hit her. I mean, if she'd have done that laugh, I think I would have hit her too. I mean, there's a. <laughs> oh, they, they should not have published this story with that. Because <laughs> now I have sympathy for the guy who ran over her. <laughs> if I'm the attorney for the guy who ran over her, I say, Judge, uh, I present this for evidence. <laughs> and the judge is going to say, Defendant, you're free to go. Case dismissed. <laughs> wow. He needs to learn there are consequences to his actions. And- Lynette Moore has both of her legs amputated. She was headed back home from the bus stop when she was hit last Monday. She says she couldn't believe that the driver didn't stop to help her. He's a jerk. She still struggles with the pain. My leg is, it feels like something very sharp going boom, boom, boom. But also with her motorized wheelchair, she says it no longer works properly and needs to be replaced. With little in the way of financial resources, she's uh, hoping some type of eventual settlement with uh, the driver might and foot the bill. The insurance won't pay for it. So, I either have to pay for it or find somebody else with a deep pocket to pay for it. Still, more. Well, if you're going to do that, whatever you do, don't laugh again. Because if if someone does a GoFundMe page for Lynette Moore and then, uh, you know, let's say it gets up to like where enough money to replace the chair and then they say, hey, Lynette. Uh, you're, it, the chair is paid off. <laughs> and she gets happy. Then GoFundMe is going to cancel it all. They're going to say, nope, never mind. Pocket to pay for it. Still, Moore says the suspects are... I know I would. There, there's no place in the world for a laugh like that. <laughs> oh, my God. Suspect's arrest helps her in her healing process, which has both physical and emotional components. The sheriff says it is perhaps why the tipster contacted Silent Observer. Say from the human being standpoint, uh, this woman needed help. The sheriff says the suspect confessed. They got scared, which is why they they said they left. Mrs. Moore hopes she'll meet him. I want to see him face to face. Happy tonight. I wouldn't want that. Face to face. Happy tonight that justice. I'd rather take prison. Is being served. I'm a Christian girl. And... The Bible says forgive. Yay! I don't have to forget it, but I have to forgive. And Lynette Moore continues her recovery. She hopes that her story is a reminder for all of us to watch out for people in wheelchairs. She says this is actually the second time Uh-oh. that she's been hit by a car well. that apparently did not see her. We're reporting no, live in Gaines you. Township, Leon Hendricks. 24-hour news in a temporary insanity because they heard <laughs> and then they like hit the gas <laughs> oh god she's doing it again hit, hit her <laughs> make it stop the community should reach out and just uh, okay if you do the GoFundMe for the uh for the wheelchair you have to uh get a roll of duct tape too and put it over her mouth she doesn't laugh anymore and that's not to be mean that's to keep her safe
You don't want to have to do yet another GoFundMe for a new chair because Lynette started cracking up again and then, you know, <laughs> she gets run over again. Holy crap, that was rough. Good thing I didn't play it 300 times for you. You're listening to the best of the Eric St. Show podcast. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. Uh, the show is kept free by sponsors like the Kent County Health Department. All the information you need at accesskent.com slash health. Accesskent.com slash health. Uh, if you need information about the WIC program, it's all there. So the WIC program goes that if your family is having a tough time uh, paying for food, I know this sounds horrible, but there's resources available for you. Uh, we all pay for it into that uh, to be able to help out in the event that you need that type of assistance. No one has to know. It's a private thing. But uh, you are granted plenty of uh, uh, cash in order to uh, pay for groceries and food and things like that uh, to keep your family fed. We live in a country where no one should ever go hungry. Take advantage of what is there until you don't need it anymore. Uh, Kent County Health Department has all the information you need. Accesskent.com slash health. Okay. Speaking of help, Gift of Life Michigan. I love these people so very much. Uh, the message is the same every time. If everybody within the sound of my voice, no matter where you're listening, did this, we'd be saving lives. Okay, now in the unlikely event that something terrible happens to you, if you don't have all of your I's dotted and your T's crossed when it comes to organ donation, those organs are not going to be put to good use. This is a pretty tough thing to talk about. You're talking about uh, somebody dying, for God's sake, but uh, be a hero and take two minutes and do this. If you're within the state of Michigan, golm.org, giftoflifemichigan.org, out of the state of Michigan, registerme.org. Takes you two minutes, fill out the form, and you're done. It's legally binding. That's all you need to do. If you're in Michigan, take a look at your driver's license. If it says, if it indicates that you're an organ donor already, you're good. Don't worry about it. The rest of you, please do this. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This next segment is described as fat lady smashes priest and baseball's unwritten rules. Now, fat lady Brazil smashes priest. I want to make sure the video is available. Yeah, the priest said fat women don't go to heaven. Can you believe that? What a horrible thing to say. Well, I don't blame the chick for doing that to the guy, frankly. Uh, I will include the video in the show notes of uh, Father Marcella Rossi. Uh, thrown off the stage by this chick. It was absolutely awesome. All right. So there's that. That's uh, part of this. And uh, baseball's unwritten rules as the best of the Eric St. Joe podcast continues. Did you see the video of the priest in Brazil who was uh, doing his homily or uh, 
you know, preaching, if you will, to thousands of people. Now, this priest supposedly is a big deal in Brazil. And uh, so there's so many people, it's unbelievable. And uh, you, you, it's, it's like, a, it's like a, if you were in like a, a 50,000 seat arena and for some reason, this asshole priest decides to focus on fat people, fat women, okay? And you can see this at ericzaneshow.com. Click on In the News. This was shocking that he even did it. But he's, he's doing the homily, and apparently he says in Portuguese something to the effect of fat women do not go to heaven. <laughs> what? Of all the fucked up things to say, fat women don't go to heaven. I, I can't now. Most priests are very well educated. They, they spend a lot of time being uh, taught theology and, and uh, philosophy and, and psychology. And, and included in that is a general education, a college level education in order to be a priest. You can't be a dummy. You will have plenty of education. I don't understand how someone who can be so book smart can be so closed minded and stupid to say something as reckless as that in front of 50,000 people. And oh, by the way, plenty of people. It's a mixed crowd. See, it's not like it's uh, he's, he's, he's preaching to the freaking CrossFit games. Yeah, right there is fat. The whole room is fat. Everyone there. And there's this one fat chick who gets pissed. And she's like, you know, she was like the Hulk smash lady smashing memo in the head with the laptop on the airplane. She... She's big girl, okay? I'm guessing she's like 5'8", uh, 270. So she's uh, basically uh, a, 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 a big-ass lady. And she's like, oh, hell no. I, I don't have to. I came here to, uh, to hear him say nice things. I didn't come here to hear him uh, tell me that I'm not going to go to heaven because I'm fat. I'm going to go kick this guy's ass. And you can see this. He's on the, on the uh, stage. You don't see fat chick wander over to the side of the stage. Now, she's on a mission. No one's going to stop her. There's tons of security guards, and she's like, rawr, rawr, and she's just, people are trying to stop her, and, and you don't see this part, but you know that there's people hanging on to her arm and her titties, and she's just, rawr, throws them off like Mighty Joe Young, and then she tromps up the steps, and then this guy doesn't even know it's coming. And while he's sitting there talking about fat women don't go to heaven, this fat chick comes up and just whammo right in the back and just smashes into him like a bumper car uh, on the boardwalk on the Jersey Shore. And this guy, it's like it almost looks fake. He goes flying after this mass smashes into this jerk's back. And he goes through the air and lands like five rows deep. And you hear him thunk. And then the crowd goes, oh, no. And I'm like, no, no. You want to be clapping for this guy. 
Holy shit, listen to this. Não é mais minha. E essas mãos não mais me pertencem. Pecadoras, fracas, mas essas mãos pertencem a Jesus. Tanto que o sacerdote já age na pessoa de Cristo. Para servir, para abençoar. Oh! Oh! Oh, man! Now, this dude screwed up. He's not getting up. You know he's drinking from a straw for the rest of his life. He looks like damn Daryl Stingley. Oh, his neck is powder. Oh, Jesus. And all those people, that, that, that reaction, I think they were like, uh, it was a mix of, well, he got what he deserved, or I didn't see that coming, or, uh, uh, oh, no, I'm not fat. I don't like that she did that to my favorite priest. Pecadoras, fracas, mas essas mãos pertencem a Jesus. Tanto que o sacerdote já age na pessoa de Cristo. Para servir, para abençoar. Oh, you, you actually hear the crowd swelling because they see her coming, this, this blimp targeting the guy like Jack Tatum. It's a reference you don't know. A lot of old football references in this podcast. Plunkett, Stingley, Tatum. Yeah, the, the priest was Daryl Stingley. The fat chick was Jack Tatum. And uh, boom, that's it. I really want you to see that video. EricZaneShow.com. Click on In the News. Whoa. Man. Incredible. Uh, more to talk about here. We got some uh, really crabby baseball announcers who need to be talked about. I hate talking about baseball. I only, I only like talking about baseball when there's something stupid happening. Um, as always, the sponsors of the Eric St. Show podcast make the world go round, as well as you. The Kent County Health Department included in that. I'm lucky to have them on board. Get your kids vaccinated, 616-632-7200. That's their name. That's their number. Damn it. That's their number at the Kent County Health Department. It's a, a big ad campaign that they've been pushing for some time. Vaccinate your kids. Prevent what is preventable. If your children are not vaccinated, you need to get them vaccinated. Short on cash, little or no cost. Get more information by going to their website. And uh, you can get there by going to mine, ericsaintshow.com. Click on the sponsor scroll message that says prevent what is preventable. Vaccinate. And thank you to the Kent County Health Department. Oh, I'm, I'm a little lost here, and so I apologize. Henry Steffes, we talked about him. Baldwin Ace Hardware, yes. A&E Heating and Cooling, Kent County Health Department. We are done. Done, done, done. Oh, one more thing. Uh, cameo message. If you have somebody that wants a shout-out, maybe you want me to wish him a happy birthday or some other bit of congratulations. You want me to roast your buddies? You got some buddy uh, who's kind of a jerk, maybe needs a good ass kicking? Call on me. I'll do it. This is the most fun thing in the world. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. Do it on your phone. You'll see some of my the other Cameo messages that, uh, that I've, I've left for people. When you go to Cameo.com slash Eric Zane, even if you're not going to hire me for this and it costs you 15 bucks, one five, it's fun to look at the old messages uh, of people that I've, uh, I've, I've done, uh, done Cameos for. You do it all on your phone. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. 
And then you, you hit book Eric Zane. You hit the damn button. You fill out the form. You put in your uh, uh, payment info. I get $11.25. Cameo gets $3.75. Leave me a tip if you feel like it. If not, that's cool too. You write specific instructions of what you want me to say to whatever dummy you want me to lambaste. And then off you go. It's a lot of fun. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. Another way I make money. Baseball, uh, for the most part, I haven't watched. No, I watched one inning of one game. The very first game of the year for the Tigers. I even talked about it on the podcast. And I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to get into it this year. Nope. I couldn't tell you one thing. I can tell you that the Tigers are managed by a guy named Ron Gardenhire. Uh, I saw a temper tantrum by the, by the Yankees manager the other day. I think his name was Aaron Boone. I think that's who it is. I'm really, really not. I think the All-Star game happened not too long ago. I'm really out of the loop here. Probably a good thing. I haven't been to one Whitecaps game. I feel like the, that the main attraction at the West Michigan Whitecaps was Mickey Graham, and he's not there anymore. I'll go see him at the Traverse City Pit Spitters. Hey, I ate a lot of cherries. I shit my pants at Fit Body Boot Camp. So I got kind of like a, a bad taste in my mouth about baseball. Only time I talk about it and some stupid happens. This is a game, uh, I don't know what the hell it is, the, the Pirates and the Cardinals, I think. The Pirates are at home. The Pirates are down seven runs. It's a fourth inning. The Cardinals are batting. So seven-run lead for the Cardinals. Apparently, these announcers are butthurt because it's not proper in baseball if you're ahead by a lot to steal bases, which is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. If I'm a manager of a baseball team, let's say I'm a really good manager and I'm, I'm coaching the team, and uh, I, I, would, I would say, look, I want everyone to know that um, if we are ahead, I'm going to continue to pile on. I'm just letting you know that in advance. There are none of these stupid unwritten rules in baseball. You old people have to stop with this bullshit, Okay. I'm tired of unwritten rules. Apparently, the unwritten rule is if you're ahead that much, you won't steal bases. What? Why? The, uh, the object is to sc- get, score more runs than your opponent. I don't care if you're ahead by seven. What if the Pirates uh, get seven runs back? It's only the fourth inning. Who gives a shit? No, no, no. You have to, you have to stop trying if you're ahead by a lot. Until what? Till the other team comes back? You fuck off. I'm not doing that. So these asshole old men announcers are bummed out that the Cardinals are stealing bases. So some some dude from the Cardinals gets on first. And uh, he's going to steal second now. And the, the announcers don't like that. And that nine-run second. And the runner steals ahead 11-4. to four. Ooh, ooh, you can hear it in his voice. He steals ahead 11-4. to Four. four. Wow. Wow. Excellent jump. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's right. He's got some fucking nerve there. Stealing a base. I mean, it's hard to believe. He's he's scoring runs. Uh, The unwritten rule is you don't try when you're ahead. Uh, I mean, hell, if you're ahead seven runs, everybody knows your team's supposed to strike out every further at bat. Uh, and, and don't try. That's an unwritten rule. Eat my ass. 
I'll let the Pirates, uh, well, they're holding him on, I guess. Yeah, so the pirate, the guy at first base was holding the runner anyway. So, yeah, he can steal. Okay, so now dude from the Cardinals is at second. He's going to steal again. And the, when he stole second the first time, they didn't even contest it. Like the catcher wasn't didn't even throw it. It was all lazy. He 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 uh he he went in standing up. Didn't even have to slide. He's gonna do it again. And uh the crowd st- gets pissed, but it's not clear if they're getting pissed because the pirates aren't even throwing the ball to third after they just didn't throw it to second. Or now, I would assume that that's why they're getting upset. But these asshole announcers, their first go-to is, oh, these pirate fans are upset at the Cardinals. They're mad at them for stealing bases and trying. Well, I'm mad at play at a canal, Panama. And it's like, oh, fuck you. Uh, these announcers are the worst. Always wonder about those unwritten rules. Well, well. The, the, the rules, the unwritten ones anyway. Well, even the ones that are written down, they've changed a lot over yeah. the last 10 Yeah, we're, you might as well just say, we're old. We're the only ones that subscribe to these unwritten rules. 10, 20 years. And he's taking off for third. <laughs> you, you hear the one guy go, oh! And even the fans don't like it. I know. Yeah, they don't like it because the Pirates, their team, don't give a shit. I know exactly what would happen now. He's implying that the next pitch is going to be in a Cardinals player, uh, player's batter's ear. I know exactly what would happen now. You got to throw at his head and hope that you kill him. That's a, the latest unwritten rule. I mean, if you, it should be okay. If you steal a base, you should be allowed to break a bat over his fucking head. That's right. That's the way we did it back in the day. Well, there are, how about this? In, in a different era. Let me ask you. In a different era, we just got, uh, first of all, we wouldn't allow black people to play. And then we'd uh, bash him over the head with a bat and uh, maybe murder his wife. That's uh, the unwritten rule. That's all. That's why you don't steal bases in baseball. Fuck that. Let me ask you this, though. In a different era. We're in a ballpark here. The fans don't like it. Yeah, that's because I'm stupid, and they don't even realize uh, the fans are actually bitching because my team sucks so much dick. But I'm a stupid, closed-minded uh, moron, so I'm going to assume that it's because they're stealing bases. <laughs> I've never heard that. Wow. I've never heard the fans boo. It's because they're not, fuckhead. They're booing your team. That's right. I am so offended that the Cardinals are still trying. I am really, everybody knows those unwritten rules. After you score runs and you, you have to stop trying at that point. And anyone who does try, we're going to murder them. Basically, this is, a, again, these old unwritten rules, but the fans don't like it. Oh, so we... That's right. If the fans boo, you have to. All right. That's a, that's a rule. If a fan boos you, one fan is heard booing you. You must change your game plan. That's how we do it here in the big leagues. And I a guess, fan so like it. I guess it's possible they're just not happy with es- Escobar. So now he realizes they might be unhappy with his team. This stupid asshole finally realizes it. Giving him this running lead, but yeah, they, they might not be booing the Cardinals. Yeah, they're booing the pirate pitcher. Oh, no, pi- what, Eureka! You think? 
you stupid idiot. And the Pirates in general. Basically, a guy just ran from first to third. So, so, so now these stupid old bastards are convincing themselves, well, we might have been pretty fucked up in that uh, ascertainment that the fans were mad at the Cardinals. In fact, they might be mad at our shitbag team right here. Well, how about that? Uncontested. Pills. Pitcher Adam Wainwright on deck. Well, that's the pitchers up. That's what we're going to do. We're going we're gonna to hit him in the head with an unwritten rule fastball right in the ear. He's got the right helmet on. I know what he See, Did you hear that? He goes, I hope he's got the right helmet on. Because dickhead's implying he's going to get one in his ear. But he, I know he wouldn't like it. I know he wouldn't <laughs> like it. <laughs> he would not like it if we uh, made it so that he instantly is diagnosed with Lou Gehrig's from a uh, fastball right off of his noggin. He's still old school. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you got to love old school, man. I guarantee you, you get him off to the side and ask him what he thinks of uh, stealing second and third. Yeah, he'd say, fuck that. Ahead 11 to four. Yeah, I would, I would, uh, I, I would pile on. I'd try to make it every, every, every game that was a blowout. I would, uh, I would, I would make sure that all the best hitters, uh, well, I guess you can't really do anything to make, to get more of an advantage, but I'd like swing away, try to, everybody try to hit a home run. And a four-pitch walk, and uh, oh, so the, so so the trouble continues. A four-pitch walk. That's a four. That's a four-pitch walk by Escobar, and the fans are booing the Cardinals Four. on that one. I don't know why these fans are booing. I mean, Escobar just threw four pitches and walked uh, the Cardinal batter, but these Pirate fans are booing the batter as well as they should. That's an unwritten rule. I don't know if you know that. Might not be long for this outing. Clint Hurdle was obviously hoping to get a lot of innings out of him. He let him bat in the bottom of the third with a runner at second. Yeah, you ever know you're not supposed to do that. It's against the rules. Runner at second. Probably got to watch for the squeeze here, huh? That's right. You see, he's, he's referencing the suicide squeeze. Uh, that You see, that that's another unwritten rule. If you put a squeeze on like that when you're ahead by seven runs, that's a good way to get the pitcher's going to pull out an Uzi and uh, uh, mow down the entire team. That's that's okay in baseball. Yeah, that's right. Why not? <laughs> yeah. What a bunch of assholes. That's why baseball's just a shit show, in my opinion. All right. The best of the Eric Zane Show podcast. I hope you're enjoying this. I like making these shows, actually. It's uh, it's fun to see what the hell went on so far uh, so far in the past. More on uh, more in just a bit. Please keep listening to these. Because you never know when I'm going to say something that's stupid. That, that, that's what I say. That's how I entice you to try to get to listen to the ads. Because you know what people do? They just bump ahead. Yeah, fuck his sponsors. Now, don't do that. Don't do that. Please don't do that. Listen to the sponsors. Just let it ride. Besides, if you're sitting there driving while you're listening to this and you're too busy fucking with the bump ahead button, oh, God, yeah, you could kill somebody. So don't touch it. Just let it. You got to let it ride. The managed IT service provider for the Eric St. Show podcast is Blue Frost IT. For many, many years. Okay, so you're in charge. A lot of your uh, folks are still working from home. 
That's probably going to stay that way for a lot of you. If their tech goes south, it's on you as the boss to fix that. Reach out to Blue Frost IT. That's one way they help. Uh, but that's not all. Oh, no. Um, if your company does not need IT support, okay, there's uh, plenty, plenty of other ways that they can help you. All right? This is what I mean. You see, they at Blue Frost IT realize that some companies may not need their IT support services because maybe they're a larger company. They've got their own IT staff. They are a licensed software and license. I'm sorry. They are a hardware software and licensing vendor. They can still offer any company quotes for those things, hardware, software, and licensing, and be a resource for them much lower than anybody else. Very, very important to remember. Blue Frost IT the managed IT service provider for the Eric Zane Show podcast and voted number one in all of Michigan by their peers in the industry. They get together for the yearly statewide IT nerd symposium and everybody gets drunk and sleeps with each other's wives. But before they do that, they vote as to the number one uh, IT support team in all of Michigan. And for three years in a row, Blue Frost has won that uh, that award. I had no idea there was such a big swinging population in IT. All right. In addition to Blue Frost IT, hello to Jason Mays at JM Synthetics. If you need any type of Amsoil lubricant for any piece of equipment, car, truck, motorcycle, ATV, jet ski, boat, farm equipment, uh, uh, gun lubricant, uh, bar oil for your chainsaw. Go to jmsynthetics.com, shop by equipment or piece, or shop by lubricant or piece of equipment and uh, figure out what you want. Now, you could just buy it right there on the website, but I, what I'd like you to do is reach out on that phone number that's on the website and you can just text it. Is this Jason Mays? I want this, this, and this. Okay, you got it. Send me your cash. And then it shows up in your door. Uh, they sell filters, I mean, air filters for your car and, uh, and other vehicle, uh, oil filters, you name it. 616-747-0233. Or just go to jmsynthetics.com. Okay? That's it. That's all I want you to do. Uh, all right. On the best of here, let's get into Trump's lung scrubbing. Remember that fiasco? Holy shit. And I don't want to hear this. He was kidding. Yeah, sure he was. Sure he was kidding. I do not believe that. I believe he actually wanted you to scrub your lungs. Holy crap. It's the best of the Eric Saint Show podcast. I want to talk about um, lung scrubbing right now. I started seeing tweets yesterday about the president indicated something about putting UV light into human bodies. You know, that's, the, that's what gives you a sunburn. And or, in the word he used was inject disinfectant into your body. Just after a uh, 
some guy from the, uh, who the hell is he? Bill Bryan, he leads the um, United States Department of Homeland Security Science and Technology Division. Mr. Bryan had a slideshow, and he says, ladies and gentlemen, um, we are learning that um, sunlight, UV light, if you have a droplet of saliva with COVID that's laced with COVID, if it's not in UV light, it has a certain uh, life. It exists for a certain amount of time. While in the sun, it doesn't exist as long. Now, who knows why? It could be that in the sun, the liquid saliva evaporates around it and then thus uh, uh, causing a, a quicker death of the virus. I don't know. Brian also then on a slide indicated that um, if you spray disinfectant on COVID, uh, bleach, if you just put it on there, will kill it in five minutes, rubbing alcohol like half a minute or a minute. And if you actually clean it with a rag. Now, to me, this is him saying this is what we're working on and this is how you can keep your home clean. But then the fucking president. And you and you people better not get one bit pissed at me about this, okay? Anybody who is a, a fan of Trump, again, I'm voting for him, so shut up. All the lefties are getting ready for this, and they're loving this. The rest of you better shut up right now and just listen to this. He then indicated something that I couldn't believe, and when I saw tweets about him, well, that didn't happen. That's fake news. There's no way that that happened. You know, you remember when the uh, Trump was talking about hydroxychloroquine and then the idiot uh, uh, drank the fish tank cleaner and died and CBS News said Trump caused this guy to do that. That's what I was thinking was going on. I was thinking, oh, great, more fake news bullshit. All right, I'm going to play you the clip. It starts with Brian telling his tale about what he's learned. And then Trump goes and speaks on the podium. Today, the virus in droplets of saliva survives best in indoors and dry conditions. The virus does not survive as well in droplets of saliva. And that's important because a lot of testing being done is not necessarily being done, number one, with the COVID-19 virus, and number two, in saliva or respiratory fluids. And thirdly, the virus dies the quickest in the presence of direct sunlight under these conditions. And when you, when you look at that chart, look at the aerosol as you breathe it. You put it in a room, 70 to 75 degrees, 20% humidity, low humidity. Uh, it lasts, half-life is about an hour. But you get outside and it cuts down to a minute and a half. Very significant difference uh, when, it, when it gets hit with UV rays. Mr. President, while there are many unknown links uh, in the COVID-19 transmission chain, we believe these trends can support practical decision-making to lower the risks associated with the virus. If I could have my next slide, and when that comes, you'll see a number of some practical applications. This guy is ready. He's got his slides. He's got applications for how this can all help. All right, good. For example, increasing the temperature and humidity of potentially contaminated indoor spaces appears to reduce the stability of the virus. And extra care may be warranted for dry environments that do not have exposure to solar light. We're also testing disinfectants readily available. We've tested bleach. We've tested isopropyl alcohol 
on the virus, specifically in saliva or in respiratory fluids. And, and I can tell you that bleach will kill the virus in five minutes. Isopropyl alcohol will kill the virus in 30 seconds. And that's with no manipulation, no rubbing, just spraying it on and leaving it go. You rub. Okay, now to me, this all sounds like, you know, shit we can do, common sense stuff around our home to make us less vulnerable or at, or at risk of of this if it is around our home and i think everybody hearing it was like oh yeah another boring hey here's what we can do to say stay safe right i mean there's no way this could be anything more than that right and it goes away even faster we're also looking at other uh disinfectants specifically looking at the covid19 virus in saliva so supposing we hit the all right now, this is where the rubber meets the road on this moment. That's what the guy said. Bill Bryan said all that, and then the president takes it down this road. And now the world is like, whoa. Now, if I'm in that room, if I'm Dr. Burks, or if I'm Dr. Fauci, or if I'm this Bill Bryan guy, and the president starts going down where he's about to go down, I'm like, oh, shit. Uh, what's that Snickers commercial? Want to get away? No, no, no. It's uh, it's it's Southwest Airlines. Want to get away? Boom. And then you just like duck out the side door as soon as this hit. Want to get away? Buddy, with a tremendous, uh, whether it's ultraviolet or just very powerful light. And I think you said that hasn't been checked, but you're going to test it. And then I said, okay, so- hold on. I got to. He. <laughs> No, no offense, but he bent. The president bounces around a lot of times. He'll start a sentence, he'll stop it, he'll start a new sentence. He won't complete the sentence. He'll start a new sentence. No rubbing, just spraying it on and leaving it go. You rub it, and it goes away even faster. We're also looking at other uh, disinfectants, specifically looking at the COVID nineteen virus in saliva. So, supposing we hit the body with a tremendous, uh, whether it's ultraviolet or just very powerful light. And I think you said that hasn't been checked, but you're going to test it. And then I said, supposing you brought the light inside the body, you can, which you can do either through the skin or uh, in some other way. And I think you said you're going to test that, too. Sounds interesting. We'll the right, folks right. And then I see the disinfectant where it knocks it out in a minute, one minute. And is there a way we can do something like that uh, by injection inside or or almost a cleaning because you see it gets on the lungs and it does a tremendous number of the lungs. So it'd be interesting to check that so that you're going to have to use medical doctors with. But it sounds it sounds interesting to me. And so we'll see. But the whole concept of the light, the way it kills it in one minute, that's uh, that's pretty powerful. If you're if you're in that room and you're and you're one of the staff, I mean, like, seriously, if I'm Fauci, let's say I'm in the other room. Ah, oh, there's another boring Bill Bryan. Uh, sunlight, uh, clean your countertop moment. Ah, shit. And then I hear that follow up. I'm like, oh my God. I, I run towards the nearest window, plate glass, go through it and out. And then I die. That's what I do. No! <laughs> no! No, no! We thought he was kidding in the break room when he was suggesting that we fly someone to the sun. <laughs> what? We're going to launch someone directly into the sun and then bring them, bring them back. <laughs> I know I'm not a bit pissed about this. This is funny shit. Okay. 
We're going to launch somebody to the sun and bring them back and test them. We're going to stick the swab up their nose. Their skin is... They, wow, they're vaporized. We killed it. We killed COVID with vaporization. No, it won't work. Okay, what do you say we get some Christmas lights and we, we, make, uh, we make Fauci swallow the Christmas lights and then he shits them out, but they're still hanging out of his mouth and out of his asshole. Burks is going to be on one end. Bill Bryan will be on the business end. And then you pull back and forth. You have a tug of war with the Christmas lights in Fauci and will floss his asshole with light. That should, that should do it in about a minute. It's a tremendous minute. It's a tremendous light. We win. And then while we're at it, what we're going to do is we're going to snort. <laughs> we're going to snort bleach. And perhaps some scrubbing bubbles. We'll put that into a jello mold. We'll have a scrubbing bubbles jello mold. And we're encouraging people to eat the jello mold with scrubbing bubbles and snort up the bleach. Then that would be. Can you imagine? He actually said maybe there can be an injection of disinfectant. I understand out-of-the-box thinking, but at, at some point, I mean, there, why, why didn't somebody, like, tackle them or, or, you know, anything? Secret Service say, no, stop, 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 not get, no, 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 no. And, and, and in all seriousness, here's why this is bad. You, you, you got to get out in front of this. Um, first of all, I, there, there's going to be a point when clarification has to be made. You actually have to say, and it has to come from his mouth, where he says, look, I, I, that is not what I meant. I was just thinking out of the box. I was just spitballing there, spitballing about UV inside swallowing a light bulb and, and injecting Lysol. And again, he, he didn't say specifically Lysol. He said uh, a disinfectant injection. He talked about putting light inside the body. He needs to clarify that, right? You must clarify it. Um, somebody's going to ask him about it and I think it's fair. You need to fix that. That's, that's you. Okay. If you did get in the weeds, I'll give you a pass. You're just trying to be optimistic and come up with something to say. It's stupid. Yes. But at the same time, you must fix this. So there, there's that. Now, I, I don't think, I don't think this is the, uh, the time. And I don't think anybody should say, well, he's, he's a criminal and he needs to die. I don't think anything is that like that is fair. This is a fuck up. This is a first class fuck up. And, uh, I don't know if he's going to say anything, but, uh, they, they, there needs some clarification at least because now, and now, Lysol is coming out and saying, hold on, do not snort the fucking scrubbing bubbles. Do not make a jello mold of scrubbing bubbles and eat it with your, because you know somebody's going to do that. Hell, if some dumbass is, is moronic enough to drink the fish cleaner, you know that uh, tonight uh, over in Borculo, those, those MAGA hat wearing sons of bitches are going to bust out the Ajax and, and fucking have an orgy with it. So uh, yeah, something's got to be done here before half the population's dead. Holy shit. <laughs> what? Inject the disinfectant? Put UV inside of you? Hey, man, I got a great-looking suntan on my pancreas. 
What? Holy shit. I didn't want to believe it. But that's what he said. And don't give me context. Don't give me fake news. That's what he said. Fuck! (laughs) Shit! All right. This will not be done with that. It, it, this will come, maybe not today, but it, it, it's going to come back up. I can promise you there's going to be follow-up on this. Okay, all right. The best of the Eric Zane Show podcast. We got one more segment, okay? A uh, reminder, I've got T-shirts for sale. EricZaneShow.com. Go there, check them out. Buy a T-shirt. It helps keeps the lights on. It helps keeps, it helps keeps, what? It will help keep the lights on is what I wanted to say. Oh, my God. I've been running at the mouth for like three hours trying to make these damn best of shows. My face hurts from talking. This is the uh, the trade-off from working ahead for any type of vacation. It makes the vacation that much more enjoyable when you put in the time to get your work done before you take off. It's great, de- uh, great degree of satisfaction. You ever hear that song by The Firm called Satisfaction Guaranteed? I got to play that on the Insane Asylum. Paul Rogers and Jimmy Page. Oh, it was meant to be. All right. Meanwhile, meanwhile, back at the ranch, my policy shop insurance, that's Frank Fuss. You can afford health insurance for you and your family. What you do is you call upon Frank and he will help you every step of the way when it comes to getting all of the things you need to get taken care of at, uh, at healthcare.gov, yeah, you can do that on your own. But why? Frank wants to do it for you, and it's free. There is no cost and no catch, nothing. Frank gets paid by insurance companies. When you get into a policy from whoever, Blue Care Network, Priority, whatever, because Frank helped you do that, they reward Frank. Get it? The first thing you got to do is talk to him. You can reach him uh, more than one way. You can call him or text him at 616-914-4070. That's going to be Eric Zane sent me. Uh, when do we talk? He's going to send you a link to his scheduler. You can also get directly to his scheduler by going to buyinsurancehere.com. Fill it out, and the next thing you know, you're talking to him. Please mention that I said he's an idiot and that I said hello. Frank Fuss, my policy shop insurance. Okay. And last but not least on today's Best of the Eric Zane Show podcast, Full House Comedy uh, shows each and every week Usually Thursday, sometimes Thursday to Sunday, usually Thursday to Saturday, sometimes Wednesday to Saturday or Wednesday to Sunday. There's venues all over West Michigan. You got Creston Brewing, The Listening Room, Billy's Lounge, Back Alley Comedy Club in Muskegon, part of Sherman Bowling Center, uh, Spectrum Lanes, Rockford Lanes. Holy crap. Um, Not to mention the Froenthal Theater. And the Park Theater. Lots of venues for you to see comedy. 
fullhousecomedy.com. Okay. We're going to finish strong with the uh, bit that I just loved. It was uh, Zaniac Kevin's podcast. No more beer for Kevin. From the Grandstands podcast, I reviewed it. I was offering my expertise, trying to help him improve. I don't know if he liked it. Okay. My review of Zaniac Kevin's From the Grandstands podcast right here on the best of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Kevin Corbett is now in attendance. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, fresh off of his new I Love Racing podcast or whatever the fuck it was called. I forgot already. I'm so sorry. I hope you did well. And uh, by all means, can you can you do me a favor, Kevin? Can you um, I didn't I didn't write a damn thing down last time you were here. Um, can you actually send me an email with like the particulars so that I can then uh, uh, process that and direct the audience to that? I would love to help you out, man. You know that. All right. So if I just search from the grandstands, oh, don't make me do that. I might that might call for an Eric Zancho podcast. Uh, live review of from the grandstands. Do you dare do that? Uh, it is the Chili Bowl Nationals kick off the 2021 season unofficial. Hold on, it, that's Kevin. Uh, the first episode it says, "Is it me or is it a bit chilly?" Logging in at 27 minutes. The Rolex 24 is ramping up, and IndyCar tests at Sebring. All this and more from the grandstands. And of corner number four, green flag. We go racing at the yes. Rand quickly to the bottom. Larson, they'll let him get out by a couple of car lengths early here. Everybody made it one and two. Justin Grant leads lap number one, provided everybody gets through four, and they don't. We've got a car upside down over in the corner. That's that Joby like Miller. It is Joby Miller. Joby Miller. On the fourth corner, we're green for the second time. Oh. And this time, it's Kyle Larson up around. Kyle and Larson down. dropping the Larson N-word. Wants to set the pace on the opening we, lap is on that, the is that you, Kevin? With a fantastic restart as Tyler. Who, who's doing the announcing? The challenge it needs to be more like some of our audience members. you got to add Kevin and Muskegon. Uh, um, uh, uh. Kyle Larson and Justin Grant. Grant, pressure. Is this all your podcast is? Is it just a bunch of uh, fucking racing clips? Hey, what's happening? Nothing but Justin Grant there. Traffic in a hurry as we Is your podcast just a bunch of racing clips? What the fuck are you doing? Approach this midway to the race point. How about Kyle Larson? There had to get up high around Justin right. Grant. Off- this podcast is 27 minutes long and 26 of the minutes is just a bunch of vroom vroom and, and boring fucking play-by-play. Good slow on the bottom. Here comes Christopher Bell for second. Top three entering traffic and you see the gap closing as Larson. Alright. Uh, first pointer number one. Cut out all this shit. Job on Cummins. That'll deal with him. Cummins goes to the bottom. That opened the lane for Grant for a second. Bell right in on the back oh, yeah. of Grant. He'll get up. Yeah, around. yeah. I'm, I'm just telling you right now. Nobody does this. You got to You got to Open as well. Down to the bottom. How long does this go, Kevin? What the fuck are you doing? To the bottom. Haymaker from Bell. Short. I'm actually, I'm actually hitting Chili the bump boy. ahead button now. We're underway. Larson got I go. thought I thought my fucking sponsor mentions at the beginning of my pat, uh, podcast were boring as cock. Here you go. Grant's going to use the slider. Now it comes up short. Kevin, you fucking know better than to do this. Pops over. 
Everybody pile. I'm not kidding you. This is three minutes of this shit. Heard Larson won the 2020. I'm sure. You're like playing the whole race, you asshole. Okay, he says, dude, it's two minutes of highlights. Yeah, highlights of racing work when you can see it. Not listening to some dick tell me about Vroom Vroom. Heard Come there on. From the folks over at Flow Sports, Kyle Larson won the 2021 Chili Bowl Nationals from Tulsa, Oklahoma at the Riversphere Expo Center indoors right, on the fifth talking. mile oval track in there in the midget category. All right. It is the biggest event of the year thus far. Uh as it's only the 21st of the year. That was last weekend. This weekend, we're looking forward to some great races. Kevin, this is this is what you need to be a successful podcaster. You need this type of uh, fastballs in your ear. It makes you better at what you do, okay? Uh, Dirk writes, yay, my driver won. Yours sucks. End of conversation. Now, wait a minute. Now, hold on a second here. You got to understand. This is a select, uh, this is a niche podcast. Mine is just throw shit at the wall and hope that it sticks. That's a little different. Niche is specific format slash topics. Okay? Like when Kevin and Muskegon does it, it's simply brain dead. Uh, um, uh, uh. This is much different. Well, this is different that it's like a different subject material. But it is niche. Niche is a winner. I understand that, and I would never, ever, I mean, you... You're, you're focusing on people who follow racing. So anybody who doesn't like racing, you might not like this. So I think it's going to be very, very good because I know Kevin actually can handle a podcast. However, what the fuck was that to start? Why can't you just get after it and say, wow, big race yesterday, uh, this weekend or this past weekend with fucking the racist guy, Kyle Larson. He's fresh off of uh, saying the N-word on uh, on video games, and now here he is winning the midget race. Holy shit. The Rolex Sports Cars, news from IndyCar, NASCAR, as well as ARCA. All right. The season, it's getting here, folks. We've been waiting for quite a while, but it's it's almost here. But before we do that, we have plenty to get into for this week's episode. Uh, first off, we're going to keep continuing on with some Chili Bowl national coverage. Of course, the winner was Kyle Larson, as you heard in the highlights from Flow Sports. Christopher Bell crashed off the cushion, coming down to the white flag. Christopher Bell was stalking Kyle Larson yes. the whole way through the race. There was a few other challengers, but Christopher Bell was without a doubt the only true challenger to Kyle Larson all the way up until the end. What caused the crash? How excited well, Kevin is. There were some track woes during the finale of oh, the shit, Saturday track, Night Features over at the River Spirit Expo Center. And, uh, well, Edit. I heard the it. rework I heard the track it. before the sea mains after the pole shuffle and everything. I actually the hate you. Phenomenal up until then. As of right now, I hate you. Take well in the sea mains. So they reworked it all through the, you know, all the way down, heading into the B main. Took them about 45 minutes to get the B main started. Watch your smell of ass and balls, you napping motherfucker, you. You know, it was already getting kind of late, but... Cool man, story, horrible bitch. The main's track did not take well, so they tore it all up. You sound like a goddamn pussy to me. For the A main, the track looked good. However, the... Who gives a fuck? Complaints, I believe it was Rico <laughs> Abreu even said that the track didn't look... You need to learn how to suck some liking. goddamn dick. But uh, as it was almost midnight at this point, 
they decided to push ahead and race and kind of... Fuck you! I'm trying to help you, motherfucker! Typically, the Chili Bowl track can fan out to be about three... Shut your fucking mouth, bitch! Ooh, the only real fast way was right through the middle. You could try to pass on the bottom Shut of the, the fuck race up. car. A lot of people tried to do that, but it just wasn't working out fuck well. Most dirt fans will tell you, well, why not run the cushion? The problem was the cushion... At most oh. dirt tracks, anyway, it's a nice transition up into it. It's kind of like extra, you know, adding extra banking into the corners. But there you go, from the grandstands, episode number one. Uh, you can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. They've got the RSS feed. You can uh, copy that, put it right into your player. That's friend of the show, Zaniac Kevin Corbat from the grandstands congratulations from on the podcast from the grandstands.com every tuesday and friday holy fuck man shoo okay uh by the way you do what you want to do i was just busting your fucking balls about the uh, 35 minute intro of cars going vroom vroom and and uh and, and some weirdo announcer who sounds like he's 15 years old was that that wasn't you was it no i don't think it was Okay, that's fun. We got we can do Kevin's podcast review, uh, just like we did Kevin and Muskegon's, who who I still have not heard from. Somebody's got to do a well check on Kevin and Muskegon. All right, I don't even know if Kevin's still doing the show. I should probably check on that. Simple search from. The Grandstands Podcast. Okay. From the Grandstands on Apple Podcasts. Hmm. I don't think this is him. I think this is another person doing a podcast called From the Grandstands. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. No, because this is all Formula One. And uh, I don't think that uh, Kevin gave a shit about Formula One racing. I think he's more of a NASCAR dude. Hmm. There's more than one podcast called From the Grandstand. Oh, God. Uh, Rule one, uh, see if the podcast name is taken. All right. That is my time on the best of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Sign up for my Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com slash Eric Zane, because every day I do a free podcast, and I also do a Patreon podcast, Monday through Friday. I put my ass, wait a minute, why did I say that? I put my uh, heart and soul into that podcast. Why did I say I put my ass into that podcast? That sounds weird. What is, where is my brain? Uh, I, what I want to say was I work my ass off on the Patreon. I think that's where I was going. Let's ask my story. I got ass on the mind. Um, and so sign up for that fucker. And uh, more podcasting each and every week. 15 plus hours of content. I do the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast there. I recommend just trying the fucking thing out. For five or ten bucks for one month. See if you like it. If you don't, cancel it. You're done. Okay? You can even listen to it for like two days and go, this thing sucks. And then cancel it. And you get the rest of that month. I mean, you, you cancel it as soon as you know it sucks. That way, you won't forget, and I won't charge you the next month. But 
in the event that you like it, you can let it ride each month or convert it to a yearly, uh, and I'll save you 10% off the yearly cost. We got to pay the whole year. So what was $120 month to month is $108. What is $60 month to month is $54. The difference, if you go 5 bucks a month, is just audio. 10 bucks a month is audio, video, live streams. Okay? That's it. That's all I have for you on this edition of the best of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Till next time, bye-bye.